Hello, listeners, and welcome to this edition of Leading in Real Time, the podcast where our commitment to you is to bring real topics in real time for leaders who want to be in the know now. From Green Bay, Wisconsin, he's Steve Van Remortal. Good morning, gentlemen. It is going to be a white Christmas this year in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Sorry to hear that. From Sarasota, Florida, where I am confident it will not be a white Christmas, he's Ryan Lisk. Good morning, and after being on the road to Columbus, Ohio, Kentucky, North Carolina the past week where I've encountered snow, sleet, and freezing rain, I love being with friends, family, and clients, but the weather here is a balmy 72 degrees. Have you, noticed, have you noticed that we start each podcast with a weather report, and I'm fairly certain that the only people that that matters to is us and not our listeners. From Phoenix, Arizona, I'm Brent Patmos, and it's good to be with you this morning. Our topic this morning is what is a mastermind group and how do you start one? Uh, interestingly enough, our colleague uh, Ryan Lisk is going to be uh, featured on a panel at a conference in which he will be talking about mastermind groups. So this was a natural extension for us to all talk about. And uh, if you're joining us as a result of being in Ryan's uh, panel discussion and forum, welcome. It's great to have you with us. So gentlemen, what is a mastermind group? In your own words, Steve, kick us off. It's uh, it's going through life. Uh, it's it's having somebody walking with you at all times in your life. I mean, um, I, I have a peace knowing that whatever I run up against, I got two people that know where I'm at and know where I want to go and can help me through it. So a mastermind group is not going it alone. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, the word group spells that out a little bit. And then and masterminds, I mean, you were talking about getting involved with a group of people that are going to help you grow, move forward in both your business uh, personally and professionally, I would add to that, Brent. Yeah, and, and I think that when we look at group, if we get to the technical component, right, it's about two or more people. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about size of group coming up. But uh, one of the things that I've appreciated about uh, you guys is it's a group of people or a cohort of people that is going to be intellectually honest uh, I would also say brutally honest with you because this is a group that's working towards a common purpose or they have some common level of objective that they're after. Uh, they're driving, they're pushing each other. And a natural connection to that, it, you know, if we think about it is what are the benefits of a mastermind group? And right off the bat, for me, it's that iron sharpens iron approach. And Steve, you highlighted it, whether you call it going through life or uh, people that are going to know where you're at in life. Uh, I look at it uh, as uh, the edge of a blade being sharpened by a stone. You guys help me get better. I help you get better. We work towards that objective and uh, we're better off for it. So uh, Ryan, thoughts and perspectives on what are the benefits of a mastermind group? Yeah, I think one of the things that we talk about here, and, and we should probably let our listeners in on a little-known secret right now, the three of us that are producing this Leading in Real-Time podcast make up our mastermind group. And 
if you want to see what's happening behind the scenes, we generally have a mastermind group meeting prior toward recording our podcast, and that's how we set this up. Um, and one of the things that leads me into our differ differing perspectives, maybe, and how we see things. And if you were to line the three of us up, or if you've ever looked us up on LinkedIn and looked at us, we're pretty homogenous looking. Age, <laughs> we're all three pretty three average white guys, quite honestly, with you. <laughs> However, we, we have some similar thoughts and we have some differing thoughts. And I probably get more from you guys on the differing perspectives. Um, because you're not involved intimately in my business on a daily basis, you can actually sit up in the press box and see some things I'm doing that I think may be great. And you're questioning me, why are you doing that? Where does that line up with your business? Um, so I really appreciate the differing approach and perspective that you guys bring. Steve? Yeah, to me it's really uh, the accountability piece. I mean, each year our mastermind group, uh, we meet in person once a year, um, and then we meet uh, you know, monthly or every other month uh, during the year. But in, when we meet in person, uh, we lay out our plans for the year, and really what that sets up is accountability, right? So. Um, you guys can see what we want to accomplish in our business and what I want to personally accomplish. And and then there's check-ins, right, throughout the year. So to me, it's the accountability piece. There, uh, There's one group of people that I do not want to let down or do not want to, uh, you know, complete what I commit to. And that's my mastermind group because uh, you guys are engaged in my uh, our business and you're engaged in my life. And um, I, I just... It is incredibly valuable. Um, the mastermind group has changed my life, and uh, I'm just you know I don't know where I'd be without it. To be candid with you, um, Brent, what are you know from your perspective? What what's the top benefit for you? Well, I, I think I'll go right back and say that when you have the opportunity to challenge and be challenged, you're increasing your level of awareness, you're increasing your level of understanding and you get the ability to increase your level of, let's call it insight or action. So that's a key benefit for me that I take away almost, uh, you know, not universally all the time, because, you know, let's be honest, masterminds ebb and flow, right? And given the day, given the time, uh, given your mood, you, you just got to make sure you're in a good space to be able to do that. And one of the things that I enjoy most is the ability to uh, get resources, ideas, thoughts from you guys. Ryan, when it comes to resources, ideas, takeaways from a mastermind, what are some of the things there that are key to you? Well, I, I, I'm going to tie this into Steve's comment on accountability because I think accountability becomes a resource for me. When I know there's a mastermind meeting coming up, guess what I'm doing? I'm preparing. I'm looking at my numbers. Where are we, where are we compared to last year? Because these guys are going to ask me, why are you doing what you're doing? And I think that the accountability, we hear that all the time, right? When we're out working, one of the things our leaders want is more accountability. And just by having something on the calendar, and I know it's coming, is automatically creating that accountability, which I, I would consider a resource. And no yeah. doubt, since we started recording these podcasts, that level of commitment has uh, even ratcheted it up yet again, because we know what it means in terms of our time, our calendars, etc. So yeah, the, the thing that one of the values to me too, and you and the three of us rely on each other heavily for this is that when we're going through our normal day, and if we run into something we haven't experienced yet, it can be like, hey, 
you know, Ryan, have you seen this or, you know, what have you done in this situation? I mean, having three perspectives like Ryan talked about earlier or um, in a lot of cases we'll share techniques or methodologies with each other. So it's like having this huge library of resources that you can tap at any time. I mean, that is so powerful. I mean, I'll send Ryan an email in the middle of the night and say, hey, here's what I got going on. What have you done in this case? And, you know, I mean, it's like having a, you know, it's like having, what do they call those things where you can kind of ask a question at any time, right? So it's just a huge resource to have for the challenges you run into. Okay, that's Steve's subtle way of saying, Ryan, you owe me an answer on that email I sent you in the middle of the night last night. I got it. I got there it. You go, no, there you go. There you go. There was no message there whatsoever. So, uh, uh, gents, if we've if we've explored the perspective of what a mastermind is, and we've talked a little bit about the benefits of a mastermind, one of the things that we naturally go to is how do we start a mastermind? So, Ryan, why don't you pick it up on topics? How do you pick a topic? Yeah, well, I mean, I think once uh, once you have your folks put together, we have worked really long and hard on trying to put together what are what are the topics that we will discuss and we have generally put together some sort of outline. I mean, we are all entrepreneurial thinking guys. And so one of the things I think we all like to discuss are the finances and the numbers. And so a topic for us in that regard, we know that we always want to check in, hey, how are you doing year on year revenue profit kind of things. Um, so, but that's something that works for us. I think every group's going to be unique on what's working for them. So, um, and then you may decide on a specific, you know, we all use the Target Train International Assessment tool. And so one of our topics is generally, hey, what's happening with the assessment tools? What do you guys like? What don't you like? So um, things that we have in common that we're all using. And then we have unique topics. I own some content. Brent owns some content. Steve owns some content. And so generally we will have some uh, a chance to have each individual person sort of present their information. Here's what I'm working on regarding my content and products. And um, so just sort of, you know, we don't pick a topic that doesn't help our businesses. I guess I'll put it that way. Yeah. The one thing, too, that I think it's important to point out is that a, a mastermind is really an evolution, right? I mean, I, you know, how long have we been doing this now? How many years was it? Uh, four. We're almost working on five coming up. I mean, and think about there were there were times in there where we were, and I would say right now where the mastermind is incredibly strong, connected, vibrant. There were times where we struggled in there. There were times where we, you know, had another member, and so it's really about you know it's really about finding the groove, right, guys? I mean, we had to find our groove, and I think we have it now. And I think that's important to recognize that it's going to evolve, and um, there's going to be ups and downs in it. Um, but you have to make a commitment to it, and the commitment to it will then give you more reward. I mean, I mean, do you guys remember the times that you know we didn't meet as much, or you know there were times where it just you know we weren't as engaged in it, and that then I was I didn't feel as lively, if you will, about my business. So I mean, maybe that was more from my perspective. What are your thoughts on that? No, I definitely agree that just like anything that is a living, breathing organism, right? It's growing, it's developing. It's changing. Ryan uses the word morphing. And, and that's what, just like anything that we're doing, and I think all of us have agreed that, well, I know all of us have agreed, that if we are continuing to grow and evolve, this mastermind serves a great purpose. When it becomes stagnant, when it becomes the same thing over and over with no innovation, no idea, 
it sucks the energy from you. It doesn't contribute the energy to you. So, and and now adding this podcast to that mix has generated more accountability and more of a regular meeting time. And so even if it's, even if we're going to have a short mastermind group where each of us gives a 10 minute update and then we come in to record this podcast, don't you think, I mean, what an evolution. We also use the word tweak. None of us, while we've all evolved, Steve is still Steve as he was four years ago. He's not a different person. He's right. doing things better than he used to, but he's still Steve, still loves exactly. the Packers and a cold beer on a Sunday afternoon. So, Right, absolutely. <laughs> this, week, this week it's Saturday, actually, of all weird things. There you go. Um, so when we, when we think – go ahead, Steve. You were going to say? I was just going to jump in with, uh, you know, people are probably thinking, you know, what are some of the ground rules that you might – um, put in place for a mastermind because these are really important and they have to be agreed on up front and we spent a bunch of time on that um, and then the first one and most important one and you guys obviously will agree with this because uh, we spent a lot of time talking about it but that's we obviously will agree with this Ryan get ready we've been told we will obviously agree with this <clears throat> so one of those ground rules well, is to be nice, didn't, to be nice. Didn't, didn't Brent just say well I know we'll all agree with this I mean he just <laughs> That. Now he's throwing it back at you. All right. I just had to have your back there, Steve, for a there sec. Go ahead, Thanks buddy. Thanks a lot. Confidentiality is, pro- is number one because uh, when we get together, we talk about everything. I mean, there's not a topic that it's off limits. And so you have to be able to trust that what I say to you or what I say to my mastermind group is not going to come back via somebody else or be used as a weapon, right, down the road a little bit. Um, you know, you got to have transparency about who you are. You have to be vulnerable. Uh, and one thing that's really important to point out is that um, being in a mastermind group is a two-way street, right? I mean, there are times where I will need, you know, I will need some specific help. I will reach out to both Ryan and Brent and say, hey, this is what's going on. Here's where I need your help. But recognizing that they're going to be in that same spot someday. So it, it's, there has to be that equal value given across the mastermind. Um, and then consistent check-ins. You know, there um, we talk off. You know, you know, I, you know, Brian and I've been checking in a lot lately with each other because we're both kind of working through a process on the plan and stuff. And so there's consistent check-ins. So those are some of the, the ground rules. Did I miss any ground rules that you, you know, that we've established, guys, that you think are important? No, but I want to. No, I think you did a good job. And it, it well, does. How, it does, however, signal for me. A bit of a track back because in this sense, the only way those ground rules are lived by is based on the people that you pick to be in your mastermind. That is key because, you know, how many times have you seen where somebody gets a great story and their first thought is to go share that story with the world or with everybody else? Look, in the last four years, we have seen ups, we've seen downs in all of our lives, personally, professionally, and no matter how good the story is, I like your expression, Steve, we don't use it as a a blunt force instrument or we aren't using it as a weapon later on. So it becomes particularly important that you know who you're partnering with in terms of your mastermind. And remember this, the mastermind is only as good as the people that you are choosing. Steve earlier highlighted the fact that we used to have an additional mastermind member as a result of sort of a mutual decision based on where that person was at and where we were at. That person stepped out of the mastermind. No harm, no foul. So one of the one of the things or 
three of the things that I always think of is I appreciate the similar drive and commitment that you guys represent. We are relentless with each other in a really good way. Second yes. thing, second thing that I value is the diverse skill sets that you guys bring to the table and that we and that I bring to the table with you guys that we get to share together and what that means. And the third thing is I love that we are all working to advance our business, solve problems, make decisions and help people. And when you get that kind of uh, commonality, common sense of purpose working, that's a powerful thing. And um, Ryan, talk a little bit about structure of how we meet, when we meet, et cetera. Any thoughts there and on what Steve and I have said? Yeah, I think that's one of the, one of the keys to success. I mean, a mastermind, particularly a, a new mastermind, I'll compare it to a podcast. Um, somebody that starts putting out a podcast, they do great in the beginning. We're all excited. Yes, this is going great. <laughs> or not. <laughs> and then, Hello, loyal listeners. Oh, hello, loyal <laughs> listeners. That's what I was thinking. All right, great. So you start out great, and then you make six podcasts. The next thing you know, it starts fizzling out. Well, it's the same for the mastermind groups. Hey, this is great. We met at conference. We I'll see you in six months, whatever the case is. And then things start to like separate. Well, we meet consistently. Steve said consistency. Uh, we meet, I would just say, it, as a general rule, once a month um, and get together. And, it, and it's, it does take time. I mean, that's, it takes time, but I think it's saving us time. It's making us money, that sort of thing. And um, we don't ever have one meeting that's generally dominated by one person. So we, what we do is we divide our meeting up sort of a third, a third, a third, and give each person an equal set of time. We rotate that around because generally what happens is the third guy, if we get a, <laughs> if we get a hot topic and you're up against a hard stop, you got to, you know, some of your ground rules needs to be, hey, we're going to give you 45 minutes. When that's up, we can table some stuff and continue conversation. But we do want to give everybody sort of an equal share. But um, we are so, very good and consistent about meeting. So you bring up a great point. Let, let, let's go back because I think it's important for us to uh, sort of stop here for a second because Steve's going to walk us down the road of perspectives and respect a little bit more. But you said that many times masterminds will fizzle. They'll, they'll sort of lose energy or it's the commit and then don't follow through. And we really have experienced the opposite of that. I mean, we're sort of joking with each other about the fact that uh, in our first podcast, we said, hello, loyal listeners. And Ryan highlighted that it's our first podcast. We have no loyal listeners. So, <laughs> you know, this has been an evolution. But would, is, is it fair to say, Ryan, that our energy continues to increase and advance because of the depth or the increasing depth of commitment relationship, all those other things. I'm going to say this unequivocally and without hesitation. I am far more energized after every meeting we have than I was walking into the meeting, period. Good point. Yeah. I mean, Steve, the, same? The that, yeah, the thing that's really important here to recognize is that this isn't like a journey just in the business world, uh, although that's important. I mean, we've been to each other's homes. We know each other's kids. I mean, we know each other intimately, and that's what really makes it work. So they're, you know, typically when I, when, you know, Ryan or Brent reach out, I'm thinking, okay, you know, there's three options. Uh, how can I help them? Uh, you know, do they need some encouragement or, you know, pardon the French, they need a little kick in the butt, you know, 
um, or do they need to man up, so to speak? I mean, you really have to think, what is the right response to where they're at, and how can I help them move on and be better, be a better leader, be a better professional, be a better person? Um, because that is, that's what it's all about. And Buchanan, that's what you guys have done for me. Steve, so, uh, it's very interesting to hear Steve talk, and you, and you loyal listeners don't know this. I mean, I think the French pronunciation is actually derriere versus but. That's first off. However, um, to know Steve and to hear him talking about this sort of like intimacy is really unique for him to be saying that. I mean, if you were to meet Steve on the street, you wouldn't feel like he's the most intimate person you've ever met. <laughs> Well, I think we're all kind of like that, but um, just to hear him say how personal things have gotten, we haven't really touched on that. He mentioned, hey, we've all been to each other's house. You guys have had you here for the Kentucky Derby. Uh, we went to a Packer game. We've been to Brent's house. Um, and, and, you know, I think that, that there is some value to that. If you have eight or ten people in your group, that group may become too big, too dynamic, I daggone sure don't want eight people coming to my house, but anyway. Yeah, and I mean, I think there. Are, when we talk about those perspectives of um, of uh, how things go together, it's really important to recognize that if you've got any obstacle that prevents you from fully engaging with the group over time, you got to be intellectually honest and declare that. Because you don't, you, one of the things w that we have discovered is you cannot go part way into a mastermind group. So when you look at this, you may choose to do it by industry. You may choose to do it by association, friends, or fellow colleagues. You may choose to do it by diversity of thought or perspective. But after a couple sessions, if there's anything standing in the way, you got to explore that because you're not going to be intellectually honest with each other, and that's going to be a limitation at some point in time. Steve? You know, the, the name of the podcast is Leading in Real Time, and what to me the mastermind is is real time because one of us will run into something we, you know, we need some, you know, and we're available. One of the rules that we kind of established early on was if one of us reaches out to the other person, you know, you got to get back to them. You, maybe you don't have time, you know, in the next couple hours, but you at least got to say something along the lines of, um, you know, hey, I'm in a meeting. I'll be back in two hours. I mean, there's responsiveness. I mean, that mastermind is not, hey, we're going to meet once a month and we don't talk in between. I mean, to me, mastermind is real time. Like Ryan said, I sent him an email about midnight last night on something that I want to get his input on. And, um, you know, it's it. This is real time stuff. This is day in and day out, interacting with each other, asking each other questions, and that's what I really love about it. It's not stale. It's it's real time. It's like now. So, um, so, Steve, when you think about this in terms of an agenda, do you have to have an agenda? Do we do we always have an agenda? Just give us some perspective on the structure of how we put or how somebody listening to the podcast can put this together effectively. Huh? Yeah, we, I, you know, I just think back to our journey. You know, we used to have kind of a little bit more of a structured agenda when we started just to kind of get our groove and really kind of laid out what our topics wanted to be. And now it's, hey, uh, Ryan, you get 30 minutes. What do you want to talk about? Brent, you get 30 minutes. What do you want to talk about? And, uh, and what does that lead to? It leads to real time. It leads to the things I'm dealing with today. It leads to the things that I've got coming up next week. So, you know, our process, our journey has gotten to the point where, it's each of us get 30 minutes, quick update, and then, hey, what's on your plate? What do you need input on? What do you need encouragement over? 
Um, so the agenda, you know, gr all groups have their own, you know, they find their sweet spot. Some like a lot of agenda and structure, and and you know, it may look like updates, and then a, you know, you might pick a specific topic like, oh, health insurance. <laughs> Let's pick oh, that handy yeah. of a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brent. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I totally get it. So, Ryan, when it comes to uh, listening and truly paying attention in the course of the podcast, why is that so important? What'd you just say? That comes to <laughs> listening. <kidding. laughs> got it, right? Nice. Listening. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. We have fun. Way, That's one thing. We have a lot of you gotta, fun. You got to have some fun. You see what I am in this podcast, loyal listeners. I'm that guy, the smart aleck guy. That uh, so I'm, I'm just thinking about Steve's. Uh, that was the second warning shot I think he sent out to me about get back to me on that email. You know, he sent that daggone thing at you one in the morning. You want to clear attention right? to that. That's right. I got to be on top of that. Way but too sensitive. You're way too sensitive. I have been accused of that. You guys have worked with me on that. And uh, one of the things I've watched us all morph and Steve and Brent, as we talk about being structured or unstructured, you guys have tended to become more engaging, less structured, more human than you were when we started this thing four years ago. I have gone the other way. You've been coaching me up to become more buttoned up, more professional. Um, and watch more of the details, including more structure. Um, so I think how that ties into listening, hey, I hear what you guys are saying. You're putting me in the know now, and I'm making some positive change. Brent. So, you know, if we boil it down to the, uh, the practical element, let's all give a, a question that would get a mastermind group going. Right. If they're if they've gone through what we've talked about and they understand what the mastermind is, they have determined that there's benefit in connecting with a group of people. They've set their ground rules. They're now beginning to run their mastermind. Inevitably, one of the things that come up is um, maybe what's an opening question. One of the things that got us started, if I go back, uh, Steve, you jumped in and, and basically asked all of us, OK. What are we all working on? What's everybody working on? And we all gave kind of a perspective and update a detail on what our businesses look like, what we were working on, areas of expertise, which, by the way, big shout out uh, to you guys as my fellow masterminders, because the evolution that occurred as a result of that question over the last four years in terms of both my focus and my emphasis has been huge. And uh, I attribute a lot of that to the challenge, the iron sharpens iron that I've gotten from you guys. So if you're listening today and you say to yourself, what's a question I can ask of a group of people that I'm now calling my mastermind? Ask everybody in the group, what are you working on? Yeah, Steve. Oh, I, would, I, would put, I would put, what's your greatest frustration with your business or in your life right now? Um, I remember I go back to when, uh, when Ryan uh, was starting to open up his Florida office and I said to him, hey, do you have a sales and marketing plan put together to generate some business in Florida? And he's like, no, not yet. So what did he do? He got a plan together to generate, you know, to create his uh, his base in Florida, which he's doing. And and so, you, you know, you ask the questions that maybe a person's not thinking about or hasn't gotten to yet. And really, it's what the, what's the greatest challenge or frustration that you have in front of you? And the fact that we're all kind of in the same walk of life, it's to be candid, it's kind of easy to see what that is, to be honest with you. You know? Yeah, let me jump in here for a second on that. Um, one, this is a 
the mastermind will create humility for you, by the way, as you can see. I find it a little bit embarrassing, maybe in my business, that I've never had a forecast. And so what Steve's talking about is we now are creating, we're in the middle, it's not complete, but we're creating a forecast through the year of 2020. That's something I've never done, and had it not been for the mastermind group, I'm 100% certain I wouldn't be doing it. If I had to ask a question, if you're in a mastermind group, I would be asking my partners, where are you today, and where do you want to go, and how can we help you get there? Those would be sort of my three-part, where are you today, where do you want to go, or where do you want to be, and how can we help you get there? Brett. Well, I think you bring up a great point, and uh, we'll get ready to head for final thought, because one of the things you just triggered when you talk about humility uh, you know, I consider myself to be a voracious reader. And one of our very early calls, Ryan asked the question, hey, what are you reading right now? And that's also become a way in which we have challenged each other is through social posts, blogs, podcasts, magazines, books. What are we reading? And it's really helped expand that perspective and understanding in a way that's been real and tangible. So uh, time for final thought. And final thought is where we bring our final perspective. And it doesn't have to deal with the topic of the podcast today. Uh, mine's going to, but it doesn't always have to be that way. And if you listen to us regularly, you know that. So Ryan talked about humility and learning. And while it may sound a bit cheesy, this is my opportunity to thank two guys who have had a significant impact in the form of Steve Van Remortal and Ryan Lisk on my life, helping me grow, uh, not only as a business person, but as a person as a whole. And for that, at this time of the year, as always, but particularly at this time of the year, I'm appreciative and uh, give a big shout out to these guys. So thanks very much, guys. Steve. I would, uh, I would say the same thing. You guys have changed my life um, <laughs> in good ways, right? Um, you still root for the Packers, I want to point out. You know, my final, my final thought today is around this topic as well because I, I can't think of a better thing I did four or five years ago than really uh, engage in our mastermind and what it's done for me personally and professionally. And what I would say to our listeners is life is – Life is way too hard and way too up and down to, uh, it was way too hard and way too up and down to go it alone. And why would you? So when I have challenges in real time, I'm connecting with Ryan and Brent. And when we're celebrating, I mean, we, one of the cool things about our mastermind group is we take time to celebrate our successes as well, which actually is, it's a lot more fun when you do it with other people, right? Versus just partying with yourself sometimes. <laughs> so I would encourage you to figure out how you, how, you know, what two, three, four, five people could you meet with consistently that are kind of on the same journey, similar journey, and how could you build a relationship like you've never had before? Because that's what I have in Ryan and Brent, and I am, I am blessed to have that relationship. So I just want to encourage you to create a peer group that you can walk through life with and take the journey together because it is much more fun and much more successful when you don't go it alone. Ryan. Great. Good thoughts, guys. Um, my final thought is a little little different about 
you know, my thought here is, you know, have you ever made a good decision and gotten a bad result? Or have you ever made a poor decision and it worked out for you? You got lucky maybe? When I'm thinking about masterminds and things that have been on my mind here lately about coaching others and just building your business and sticking to the process. So when you have a good process, you become process oriented versus results oriented. And to me, that's becoming more and more clear, more and more important. Um, and when I know I've worked a good process, it does allow me to sleep a little better at night and I don't worry as much about whatever result it produced because I knew I did the right thing, Brent. Awesome. Well, for the listeners on our podcast, we are exceptionally grateful and uh, we appreciate the feedback that you've given us. Uh, one of the most humbling and powerful things that we've received over the first six episodes of our podcast is the feedback from listeners who have told us what they like, who have told us what they don't like. And that feedback, along with our commitment to make sure that we are addressing real topics in real time and help you be a leader, a person who is in the know now. We are building off of that feedback and we are energized about this podcast and we are excited to continue to bring you future editions of the Leading in Real Time podcast. 2017, baby. 2017. 2017. That's correct. It's going to be a big year for our podcast. So. We're looking forward to it. So if you'd like to connect with us on social, Ryan, how do people do that on Twitter and such? Come find me at Ryan Lisk on Twitter. Great. Steve, how do they find you? At Stop the Vanilla. At Stop the Vanilla. So that's at Ryan Lisk, at Stop the Vanilla. And if you'd like to connect with me, Brent Patmos, it's at Brent Patmos. Those are our Twitter handles. If you would be kind enough to hashtag LIRT, L-I-R-T, or hashtag leading in real time, if you like what you hear and you're continuing to uh, gain some insight from our podcast, we always, value, uh, we always value the shout out, the like, and the hashtag, and your feedback. So as you have feedback, by all means, shoot it to us. Uh, you can connect with us on Twitter, and we certainly value and listen to that. So that's it for now. We wish all of you a very happy holiday season, and we will talk to you again in 2017. Bye for now.